Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's Insta husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella Resort Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Please put your phone down now. Mate, put your phone down. So, if you haven't heard, if you don't follow me on Instagram, the other day I announced something very, very exciting and I'm excited to announce it with you as well. Bart and I are expecting a little baby in February next year. So, the last two months... I'm now 14 weeks, so probably when this will release, I'll be 15 or 16 weeks. But the last two months, I have been on the couch, very, very nauseous, very unwell, trying to do as much as I can, but also as little as possible to rest because I haven't been able to look at my phone properly. So I've I've still been just trying to focus on client work, but also I've had an amazing support from my team. And not that they knew, not that they had any idea what was going on, but they knew that I wasn't a hundred percent. So it was nice to have their support. Now they know, so they know why I was acting a bit strange. It's so nice though to feel better and to feel more myself again. Like it would have been from, from the day that I did the workshop with Elsa the other week, that was probably the first day where I felt good. And I was so scared going to that workshop. I was like, oh, I'm going to feel okay. And then I'm going to have to lie down and they're going to think I'm so unprofessional and whatnot. And all of those sorts of things run through your head. But luckily I felt great. And it's probably exactly what I needed to get out of the house and to be around some other like-minded women, women in business that were also, I don't know, I feel like they really lifted my energy because they were all there to learn and empower themselves and their business. And just going from that actual workshop, we talked a lot about content pillars. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, just to address what they are, how you can how you can figure that out, because I know there's so much confusion around content pillars. And over the weekend, I was scrolling on the gram as you do, and I saw three social media managers, which should be experts, right? If they're a social media manager and they are posting content, educational content, then you'd you'd hope it's going to be correct. But the internet is full of people that I guess they don't 100% know what they're talking about and that's fine. They're learning. But that's when you see people that are just copying other people's content and people that actually know what they're talking about and people that will teach the things that they go through with their clients. And I, I... teach and what I'm going to teach you today is how I structure my strategy. So if I take on a new client and I am developing their strategy, this is one of the first things that you need to nail, especially in your marketing. Doesn't It's not just for Instagram, right? It's for all of the marketing that you create. You need to know your content pillars and your content pillars are not educational, entertaining, promotional, connection, 
they are your content categories. They are very different. So you have content pillars and content categories. Content categories, the way I like to define it, is you have value and underneath value, that's where you have your educational, entertaining, your tips and tricks, your how-tos. That's all value because they are things that your audience will find valuable. Then you have your connection content, which is you, your story, your team, your business story, your client stories, because they are the things that your audience is going to connect with and resonate with. And then you have your promotional content, which is your social proof, your before and afters, your results, reviews, because that's what's ultimately going to help sell and build trust with your audience. So you have three main content categories which are different to content pillars. Your content pillars are unique to your business. So that's why they will be different for every single business. They're not going to be the same unless you have exactly the same business as someone else. For example, one of my content pillars is Instagram strategy. And within that, I will do value, connection, and promotion. So underneath value, I might do latest, uh, tips and tricks, content, tips. I might talk about trends. I might give you how-tos, hacks, all of those sorts of things around Instagram strategy. Then when it comes to connection, I will talk about my story, my struggles, things I have overcome, things I have helped my clients overcome. And then in promotion, that's where I'm going to showcase my results that I can do with Instagram strategy. And all of this leads to my offer, which is multiple things, which is social media management, coaching, group coaching, or my course. So every single thing, all the content that you're creating is ultimately funneling people towards one of your offers. So that is the easiest way that you're going to work backwards and create your content pillars. So as an example, I have a client in the health fitness space and their content pillars are workouts, recipes and nutrition, mindfulness, and then before and afters. And the before and afters aren't necessarily always to do with look, but also to do with feeling because a lot of um, people in this industry and a lot of people that will want to get into that industry is all about feeling something, feeling better, feeling better about yourself, being healthy, healthy in the body and the mind. So the content pillars really reflect that. Okay, so your content pillars are very different to your content categories. And where people get confused is they don't they don't know where to start because they keep thinking that oh it's an it's education, education is one of my content pillars. When really that is one of your content categories that stems off of your content pillar. If you are getting confused by anything that I'm saying, then please let me know, slide into my DMs and we can have a chat about it. Or if you need some help working out your content pillars as well, then I can help you. We can do a coaching session or I've actually just created a brand new offer, which is three coaching sessions with support in between, with Voxer support in between for $1,200. And each session goes for about an hour it's recorded, you have access to it. And the reason I did this was because I have either a one-off session, which you don't get any support after, or I have my three-month package or six-month package. And there was nothing sort of in the middle there. 
Um, so I've, I've offered something that's in the middle because I know that you will always need more than one session. It's so hard to cram everything into one hour, but this way you can actually have that session, implement, execute, ask questions, and then come to the next session. So I think that it's a really, really good offer. And if you would like to jump on it, then please let me know. Going back to your content pillars, the way you're going to figure it out is working backwards from your offer. So what is it that you do? What is it that you, what is your business about? What, where are you trying to lead people? So if I'm trying to lead people into my coaching about Instagram, social media, and marketing, what is my content going to be about? What am I talking about? I work backwards from there. And just to put it in perspective, one of your content pillars is always going to be you or your business. If you have a big business and you're not the face, it's not a personal brand, it's going to be the business. Just because that is going to be such a big, unique selling point And it's going to be the difference between you just talking about tips and tricks and somebody really being able to resonate with you. Because anyone can jump on and talk about tips and tricks for any industry, whether it's correct or not. And that's going to, the differentiation between someone choosing your business over someone else is not going to be because they have given so much value. It's because they, you are different because the way your story resonates with that person is going to be different over the next business. So it's important to inject your story. And this is one of the conversations that we had in the workshop is but how much connection content do you really give? And what is that going to look like? Like, where do you overshare? Because I know a lot of people struggle with um, where do I draw the line? What do people actually want to know? So I've got a couple of prompts here for you that you can inject into your content. And once you've defined your content pillars, and I would probably aim, like start, start with four, but there is no right or wrong. Okay. So I have a client that has five. I have another client that has six. That's fine. It really depends on your business and what it is that you have to offer. But start with you and work backwards. So what, what are you offering? Where are you leading people? And when it comes to your connection content, the things that you want to talk about are the things that are going to resonate with people and lead back to your offer. So as an example, One connection piece could be a lesson that you have learned that you know your ideal client is also struggling with so that they can see themselves in you and relate. And why we do this is because they want to buy from someone that has been where they are right now. They they really want to be able to see themselves in you and be like, oh, wow, if they can do it, I can too. And this really does apply to every single business. It doesn't just apply if you're a service-based business, but it also applies to products. And I've even done this exercise with, say, one of my clients who has an Airbnb and the struggle was being able to get away and have time for yourself and relax and really avoid that burnout, switch off, looking like putting yourself first. So there's so many different things that you can write about that your audience is going to connect with. Another one is going to be your story. Like I said, no one else can be you. So really reflect on your journey. How can someone else relate to this? 
So how can you inspire someone else? So I know that can be an awkward talking point. No one likes talking about themselves, but don't do it from an egotistical way of look at me and um, that kind of point of view. Rather look at it from this is what I have gone through. These are the struggles I've had. This is how I've got to where I am. This is how I've created this business, how I've created this offer, and this is how I'm going to help you. So relating your story back to, say, what they're struggling with, building that connection so that they can also get to know you and it connects with them on a more emotional level too. So there's two examples there for you, but there's so many different things that you can talk about. And of course, there is a line. And an example I gave in the workshop the other day was if, say, Bart and I had a fight, my husband and I had a fight, I'm not going to jump on stories and be like, oh my gosh, what a dick, we had a fight. Like, I'm not going to talk about that. One, it's, it's a little bit inappropriate. That's private, right? And two, that's the kind of stuff that might turn your audience off. It's not, it's, that's maybe too much information. Unless you are, say, a psychologist where you're talking about emotional intelligence and how you overcome something like that. But it's, it has to still be relevant to your business. So your connection content is still going to be relevant to what it is that you have to offer. So just to clarify, again, your content pillars are different to your content categories and they are not educational, entertaining, inspirational. They are content categories. That's not what a content pillar is. Your content pillars are unique to your business, unique to your page. They are not general topics. They are there to support your entire strategy and they are needed for you to be able to address your value connection and promotional content. Please let me know if that has made sense, if that has landed, if you finally have found some clarity with what a content pillar is, because I know it can be super confusing. Even starting, even studying marketing, I was like, this is confusing because they're, they're similar they're like content, content, but they are different. And if you ever do get lost, then think marketing is always the most logical explanation. So what's the most logical explanation for your content pillar versus your content category? Content pillars are unique to you, your business. Content categories are your general value connection promo. And the way I like to draw it out for my clients as well is like your content pillars sit on the very top. They are the main things that you will talk about consistently throughout your content. Underneath that sit your content categories of value connection promotion and each content pillar has value connection promotion. And then from there, that's where all of your ideas sit. Every single piece of content will sit underneath that and it will all lead people back down to your offer. So everything's leading people down. And that's not to say that every single post you're talking about your offer, because that's also going to be a little bit mundane and it will probably switch people off. But 
you're leading them there. So you're building rapport, you're building that connection. They're getting to know you. They're getting to know how you've helped others, how you've overcome struggles. And in doing that, it's going to lead them to wanting to work with you and purchase your offer, purchase your product or service. So that's the most logical explanation I can give you. Please let me know if that's made sense for you. Like I said, I'm so happy to be feeling better and be feeling like myself again. So I'll definitely be back with the regular episodes. I know I had a couple of weeks off there because I not only was I pregnant and very, very, very nauseous and unwell, but I also had COVID. So that on top of that was, I honestly thought I was dying. It was so bad, but I am all better now. My energy is very high. I even had a Reiki session this morning and I feel like, I feel like I'm vibrating. It was just, it was incredible. The things that she was telling me, um, she said she connected with our baby and she could see it in the future. And I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because we are going to, I will do a gender reveal on Instagram. Um, so if you want to head over there, I, I will announce it very soon. Something else I found very, very interesting, and I find this with all of my clients whenever I do a big announcement for them as well, is you lose so many followers every time you do a big life announcement. And I found this yesterday when I did my post. I found this when I've done pregnancy or marriage or any any sort of massive life announcement. And it's like it, for some people it can be so triggering, it can be so hard for them to see, to witness. And I just find it fascinating because marketing is all psychology based and it's so important to still post that kind of content, even if it does mean that people unfollow and leave because you are creating that connection with the people that are there and they're getting an insight to get to know you, to get to know what's happening. And then you'll really start to understand who are the people there that are going to support you through this. So it's, it's very important to still share these life milestones and these things because you need to celebrate them and this is how you can celebrate them with everyone. So I just wanted to let you know that as well. If you did like this episode, then I would really appreciate it if you left a little review and you can only do that on iTunes on the podcasting app. I believe you can't do that on Spotify, but I would love, love, love it if you could. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye.